Hi, Germ. Hi, Spore. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is the fourth time we started the podcast. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, God damn you it. guys Wait, don't know the... It's peaking so happened? bad. Like, why is, is it doing it? this? Do you have a gain knob? Turn it down. Turn it down I for the did. audience. It's all the way down. Like, it doesn't go any lower. It sounds great. You sound amazing. Like an angel. Like the archangel. Well, you guys just got a peaky laugh. But yeah, like Spore was saying, Christmas was yesterday. And we have yes, started this three times. Well, like Spore was saying, like Spore was saying in the last three recordings. Mm -hmm. Yes. Christmas was yesterday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Christmas was yesterday, but when this goes up on Monday, uh so it's Saturday currently. The Saturday before this goes up on Monday. And so, uh, Merry Christmas to all of you at mm -hmm. home. Or, um, you know, if you don't celebrate Christmas, hopefully you just had a good holiday. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I'm wishing you one anyway, so get over it. Turn to dust. All right. Look at the <laughs> look at the wallpaper. It's moving. I, I've been staring at this wall in this room for the last hour and a half. Hold Not on, even let, joking. Let me get an, the look a at shot the little, for the audience. The little shot for the audience. Look at the little. First of all, can we just point attention? I'm a goddamn reindeer. Do you see me? Hold on, wait. Let me get the wall. And then let me transition mm -hmm. into the you. Mm -hmm, I'm a, wait, wait. I've got a reaction for this. I got a reaction for this. Wait, wait for the reaction. Wait for the reaction. Wait for the. Oh, uh, um. Hi. Hi. That was it. That was not right. Yeah, there it is. Look over here. I'm Santi. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. I have a Very glass nice. of champagne because it's it's the holidays and Santa Claus is exhausted. He doesn't get any <laughs> p word. Santa Claus what? hasn't gotten any of that good pussy. Okay, wait. Wait, can you you might have to blur that word out? Uh, I do. I do have to blur it out. You do have to blur it out. God damn it, Mrs. Claus, do your job. All right. The yeah, man works like, hard. What does she do all year? Read mail. Dust out her. Never, never mind. <laughs> oh stop. wait, I get alerts from people when they come online. That's weird. Shout out to you. You get to be in the podcast if you do that. Unfortunate. No, it's there. So it is what it is. I'm not changing it. But I was asking. Uh, I asked you how your Christmas was, and you said it was, it was a, quiet. It was quiet. Okay, this is like the. Okay, not joking. My audacity just keeps shitting itself. But yeah, I've told sports a very quiet Christmas. Very quiet Christmas, and I said mine it was as well, and I think a lot of people's was, a lot of people's, a lot of people's were, a lot of people's lot has of had people's been, has had been, yeah, I'd been quiet mm -hmm. <laughs> for no specific reason of anything that's happened this year, of course. Right, it's nothing. We're not going to date when this was recorded. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's timeless. This is a timeless recording, guys. Exactly. I baked, I did all the things, I did all the things, I baked cookies on Sunday, and then I drove around and looked at Christmas lights on Christmas Eve, and uh, I went to Christmas Mass, but via the TV, for no specific reasons, no no specific, no specific reasons, yeah, no specific reasons, mm -hmm. um, nothing and going then on I outside, made nothing the, yeah. going on out there, just trying to save some money on gas, exactly, um, <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do all 2020? Saved money on gas. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> and electricity, because you were probably spiraling. And I don't know. Wouldn't electricity go up? Because you're never mind. For no specific reason. No so specific reason. I, I made shrimp scampi on Christmas Eve. It's the first time I'd ever made shrimp scampi in my life and had it work out. Um Wait, what is shrimp scampi? Shrimp scampi is like is a shrimp. Like butter and shrimp. But the clothing is very revealing. Ah, so she's like mm -hmm. a little go. shrimp skimpy, you know, a little oh, shrimp, little shrimp. Yeah, no, it's shrimp scampi. I don't know why they call it scampi, but it's garlic butter white wine sauce. I'll give the recipe to everyone listening. There is a whole stick of butter in what I made on Sunday. Nice Mon Thursday. What day is it? I made it on Thursday. There's a whole stick of butter. I finished it today. Let me just say, my shrimp scampi was so good it deserves a place in this podcast. It was fucking amazing. And I planned it out weeks in advance. I said I am making shrimp scampi on Christmas Eve, special Christmas Eve meal. And I tell you what, I've learned something about shrimp scampi, and that is 
You ready for this, Gurm? Mm-hmm, ready. The white wine is very important because without the white wine, it's just shrimp and a garlic butter sauce. You can get that at Red Lobster. So you're with the white wine. The white wine is what makes it scampy. That's what makes it scampy. Mm. Yeah. And I reckon you could put any seafood in there. Mussels would have worked really well too. But I put a pound of shrimp and a half pound of right. chopped scallops. And it turned out pretty fucking amazing. Well, I mean, you know, just the popular dish, scallops, scampy. Is that a popular thing or are you making that up? No, it's not real. Wait, you it's said mussels. <laughs> like, I was thinking to myself, like, <laughs> I could really help him gaslight the audience <laughs> here, but I don't think anybody believes him. Muscle scampy. Muscle scamp, well, muscles, little, little skimpy muscles. That's just when you don't go to the gym a lot, you know? Yeah, I'm your twink. Yeah. Oh, well, you said it, not me. I'm allowed to say it. Everyone can say it, actually. So that making a, like, a shrimp scampy on Christmas Eve has been a family tradition for my family. What did your family cook anything uh anything traditional for Christmas? We don't really we don't really have like traditional foods we make because um since we actually get to be together like me and my brothers and sisters we'll find recipes that we want to make and we'll just cook that. Like well that's kind of nice. Yeah. We try something we we try something new every year. This year um, I mean, I didn't really cook because I usually cook for Thanksgiving, so I don't cook for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, you you did, guys, just in case you didn't know, Gurm did so much work this yeah. past Thanksgiving. But it's like, you get used to it, you know, and it's nice because yeah. everyone has like the, the holidays that they cook for. And my sister really takes over on Christmas. Um, but That's she nice. made, yeah, it is because it's like you spread the work around. It's <laughs> yeah. really nice. But she made steak. Uh lobster tail and salmon and then we Damn. had like yeah we had like stuffing on the side it was nice it was really good it was all really good i was surprised so your family didn't make tamales this year oh yeah my, my mom made those <laughs> that goes without saying i think oh okay yeah those, Were those uh, good yeah we kicked the turkey and then she tore that bitch apart and then just made tamales out of it oh she made turkey tamales yeah because so she makes turkey ones and then some out of pork and the pork ones are the red ones usually. And Which turkey, are your favorite, personally? I only like the red. I do not eat the green ones because they're too spicy for me. I don't like spicy Ooh. food. Well, is, that fr is it like uh, fresh jalapenos and stuff? Uh, it's like tomatillo, um, serrano. It's a lot of weird shit. I don't, I don't cook that. I don't know how to cook traditional Mexican food for the most part. Does your mom ever make chili in the house and it's like the whole house just gets like fucking yeah. pepper bombed? She basically like smokes us out. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I told you to go outside and get some fresh air. Now you that's, have no choice. It's <laughs> true. That's what happened. Get outside and have some fresh air. I'm making chili from scratch today. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird that you mentioned that because does that happen with you guys a lot? Like chili in the house? Well, my mom just made hearty foods on a regular basis for us growing up. It was not like chili was something like traditional, but it's just something my mom threw together. But no, she never did it like like I imagine your mom does it, where it's from scratch. Yeah. Because I like your mom's like traditional Mexican, and yeah. my mom's like Long Island, New York Italian. So it's like they're not gonna be making it the same way. But um. Yeah, yeah I suppose that's true. Yeah. No, but my mom made chili a lot growing up. She made chili a lot. She made um, my favorite thing my mom made growing up was shepherd's pie from scratch, Ooh. and it was amazing. Yeah, with like the the beef and the, the mashed potatoes and it she bake it and oh my god she there was a time where she made the shepherd's pie just for me because she knew how much i loved it she made it just for me not even my sibling she's like i made this specifically for you and i was nice, like oh my dude. god you made out she loves me i have a good relationship with my mother yes <laughs> you know <laughs> it's true but, that's um, all it takes food yeah food Food is food is super. I I associate Christmas with food more than anything else, more than gifts, more than seeing. I mean, the family comes with it, of course, but like the food, food is like emotion. Food is love. Like that is truly like the gift. I feel like when my my mom's cousin comes into town and she brings pies that she made from scratch and brownies from scratch and all sorts of stuff, you know, yeah. and like. That's how she shows her love for us by bringing all that food, and we get to a enjoy it. And I associate, I associate those wonderful things, those treats, with that person and who they are, right? Mm. So 
That's why I started baking cookies during Christmas. And this is the third year now is that I want people to associate Christmas with really good cookies when they think of me, you know, and they, I want them to know that like, that I, that I put time and effort into it. Like anybody can go online and f click a buy button. Anybody can go to a shopping mall and like go to a store and be like, uh, they're a size medium, something, something I want this get. Can I have that in green? Thanks. You know, but you like, don't have hands and you can't speak. They can't do that. That's true. Yeah. If you're a Helen Keller, Christmas is difficult. It's difficult. But who's expecting a gift from Helen Keller? You know, because really, let's be honest, Helen is the gift. Hmm? Do you think about that? No, I'm going to cut that. That's getting cut. All of it? All of it. That's over. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Not happening. We're not praising Helen Keller. Not here. I think you're leaving it in. <laughs> I think you're leaving it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think the thing about that though, like when you make something from scratch and you spend hours working on it, like could you imagine though what would really break my fucking heart is if they took a bite of the cookie and they went, I don't like it. I'd be like, ah, no, I'd I fucking know. melt. I feel, I feel like you have to be ready for that criticism from family, especially. They're like, oh, this is terrible. Because like, that never happened. Um. If it's bad, I don't usually put it in the box uh, and and mm. give it to people. But like, I what's... just save it for myself. Last year, I last okay. So okay, so last year I did have one messed up cookie, and I was trying to make. I wanted to make a cookie that tasted like panettone, and I don't know if we talked about panettone on the podcast before, but in there is this Italian Christmas bread called panettone, and if you're a loser, you pronounce it panettone. Um, I mean, and... I know. Um, <laughs> what's her name? Gia Coco de Laurentos. Coco Peru says panettone. Panettone. Microwave. Yeah, get yeah, out of here. Microwave. Listen, if you're no, I saw it's, it's pronounced panettone. And um my family, panettone's a big deal uh in my family. I, I just, you know, I never realized it wasn't a big deal in other Italian families until I started talking about it. And people were like, What's panettone? I don't know what that is. I've never had that. And I'm like, and you're Italian? And they're like, Yeah. I'm like, you've never had panettone? Like, no. I'm like, what? So revoked right I realized there. no, no fucking passport. That's right. And so yeah. I, I realized that my family had had something that I guess is fairly uncommon, but maybe just down here in Florida, because uh, I think on Long Island, Panettone might just be a bigger deal. Maybe it's more localized kind of thing, but you can get Panettone if you go to the supermarket. They have them in like little like pyramids well, of Panettone. Yeah, it's funny you know, that where you they say like that stack it. I'm telling you, Coco is like the only point of reference I have for Panettone, Panettone, and she's from her. She's from the Bronx, I think. Her parents are. That's anyway. there. You go. It's, it's yeah. got to be like a like a New York Italian, Italian immigrant thing, uh -huh. thing. yeah. Definitely. Where they brought it over here. They brought it over here. So, but Panettone is really big. My grandfather usually gets a whole. He'll buy a damn pallet. Like I swear, this man walks into the Sam's Club and just, he's like. Give me your best palette of Panettone. That's <laughs> like, I walk, uh, I get home, I get home for the holidays and there has got to be at least 16 of those fuckers sitting in the corner of the living room. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally like a palette. Yeah. Cause he's going to give it, he's going to give them out to everyone and even gives one to me, which, which was the first year I got my own Panettone was kind of special. Cause like, I've always had to share in the family yeah. Panettone. The first year I got my own, I was like, oh my God, I'm an adult. I just this got my is, own Panettone. It's just a big cake, right? Like you get a big, I've seen it's them like before. It's like a, it's like a fruit bread. With, a fruit it's like cake. a, it's, it's a, a fruit cake. To say it's fruit not cake. Yeah, it's like a fruit cake, but fruit cake is really dense and this is lighter mm, and fluffier. Light and, and also, fluffier. I have well, a fruit cake in a box on the, uh, in my kitchen from last year and it is still good. Nice. It won't go bad. It, I mean, it I really doesn't go like bad. A mutation. It's not really like fruit cake adapts to its environment. So... Yeah, it, it's also if you leave it out long enough, it'll actually it'll camouflage into its surroundings like a chameleon. Yeah, and you'll forget that you even have it. It'll and just then like, one day you'll be cleaning up the kitchen, you'll be like, "Oh shit, I still have this panettone." <laughs> well, like, but the thing about panettone when I see is that it's like yeah. it's it's biscotti, isn't it? It just that's what the consistency I see. It's just not it, as that's hard. Bis that's biscotti to you, okay? I say biscotti. Yeah, it is biscotti. <laughs> why do people? Why do people go out of their way to pronounce things? Listen. Nobody cares. Like when when you have True. like like a really like like a like a really really white girl, and then she all of a sudden she says like one Spanish word, but it's like fucking on point. It's like oh, yeah. nobody asked you to do that. Get the fuck out of here. She's trying to be respectful of the culture, as is her. I right. guess cultural appropriation. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna call her out. So, and 
to get back to what I was talking about with the panettone, panettone in my family is very special. So I thought, okay, what if I could take the flavors of panettone, the dried fruits in panettone and all of that, and put it in a cookie? Um, mm. It didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and I wound up making like a lemon cookie with some preserved, it had like citron and some other stuff in it. And it was good in its own right. It was good. It had rum raisins in it as well. And um, and so I put it in the box and I just let everybody know. I said that was a, supposed to be a panettone cookie, but it's it, it kind of its own thing. Um, and it was good. People people liked it anyway, uh, but it didn't taste like panettone. So. Wait, so you ship these things out? Ship what the panettones? Like the cookies and stuff. Is that what you're saying? No, well, I mean, on a on a normal year, not for any specific reason that this right. year is different. Of course. No, for no specific reason. But uh, for a normal year, I would put them all in like a, I would get a big cookie box. And actually what I would do, what I was going to do is I was going to retrieve the cookie box around Easter last year. Mm -hmm. When I didn't go down there for no specific reason. And um, and I would have brought the box, box back up here and reuse it the next year. Just like... Yeah. They empty it, I fill it. You know what I mean? And you just keep bringing it back every year with filled, filled. And when I say oh. filled, I mean literally filled. And we're when we're talking cookie box, we're not talking. We're talking like foot and a half in diameter cookie box. And we're uh -huh. talking a big bitch, a big Bertha oh. of cookie boxes. Yeah, filled all, and like four inches deep, and like filled all the way to the fucking top with cookies. So we're talking Wouldn't it like rot. Wouldn't the cookies just rot after a certain time? Well, but the, you bring them down, like I would cook like in the early in the week and then later in the week would be Christmas. So I would cook it same week. I would bake everything same week as Christmas. Mm, I see. I always bake the weekend before Christmas and then yeah. that way I, it's, everything's ready. Last year I gave out cookies to all my coworkers. That was interesting. Kind of sharing with my coworkers. I mean, Everybody seemed like, to like it, but I yeah. was really disappointed when I noticed that a lot of my coworkers just left the bags of cookies sitting on their desks and they were there and they were there and they just stayed there. So... I won't be doing that again, unfortunately. I but mean, I feel if, like office if, workers, especially, are super health conscious. I mean, look at you. Because I don't know, Christmas. Like, I put on ten pounds since Thanksgiving. I guess, <laughs> but that's not really saying much. Well, I went out of my way to lose all the weight so that I could eat like a dumbass for the last, for like the next two months, right? So yeah. Like I, I went out of my way to make it so that I could enjoy food. Like I'm not gonna not enjoy the holidays. Like what would you? Why would you want to do that? That's another thing. Like I've got, I've got plenty of family members where you bring the cookies down and then they're like, "Oh, let me have one," and then they break like a fucking corner off a cookie. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm like, you want to have the rest? Or are you just gonna leave that there for the next person and not grab? <gasps> I do you have any family members rock. like that? I'm sorry. What the fuck? What? What? I have a rock collection and I just broke a chunk off of my like clear crystal rock i am so upset right now okay wait here look at it this way now you have two. Oh, you're right okay well let me chew on this <laughs> okay well i mean here's the thing everybody could hear that clink clink sound <laughs> <laughs> wow okay here's the thing <laughs> this podcast is scuffed i guess the difference between like me and you is that our eating habits are very different because I don't know, we didn't really grow up like, oh, it's a special time of year to eat. Like, you just eat, you know? And Oh, no, my family is the same way. I mean, my mom never imposed upon, and like, we can get into this. We can open these horrific wounds in the future. Mm -hmm. There's so much fucking childhood scarring that has nothing to do with my mother. But there's plenty of it there that we can get into as to why food was an interesting topic. Um, and a, definitely a point of uh, pain in my family yeah. to where when we were with my mother, food was not an issue. Not it, not in the fact of not having it, but just that the amount you consumed didn't matter to my mother. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Which so, is healthy when you're a kid. Like, obviously there's Which limits. is totally healthy when you're a kid and yeah, totally unhealthy limits, for yeah. someone. It's very unhealthy for someone to be critical of how much you eat as a child. Yeah, which is kind of what I'm hinting to, at for all the listeners to, at home. To an extent, and we can anyway. get it. We can get into that, and maybe in the future. But like, I'll, yeah, also the um, way you approach that, I guess. Yeah, like, because you asked if there's it's, anybody that'll come over and be like, "Oh, I don't want to eat." Not really. Like, we don't really have people like that. Good. Good. Yeah, Surround yourself just, with real people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like when you go over to someone's home, like expect that you should eat. It's polite. Like it's polite to eat. Like, mm -hmm. my mom literally Absolutely. taught us, if you're going to a party, why would you eat before? 
because you're going to eat like a party is literally just going to eat and get getting to see everyone a hundred percent yeah but i have family members who are very health conscious like my cousins and stuff and uh, I mean, i'll bake these cookies from scratch conscious you know the, i have one cousin he's super he's like he's my don't let him know they won't listen to this podcast so it's okay. okay but um but he he's my favorite because he's real and he don't give a shit and if i say try this cookie he'd be like hell yeah hell yeah dog let me try that cookie you made and he'll fucking jam it down his hatch and be like bro this cookie's fucking lit i'll be like nice. hell yeah right real i like people like that yeah. and i've got other cousins where they're like oh i guess i'll try a little bit i guess i'll try a little bit i, I could try a little bit <laughs> oh, let me let me let me let me try let me try a little bit. Let me let me just like let me check a little let me check a little let me check a little bit. Okay, just eat the damn <laughs> like, cookie, just bro. Fucking... Eat the fucking cookie. Yeah, unless you're diabetic. Dude, you what you, you go to the gym of? four times a week. Eat the f yeah, eat God. the fucking cookie. No, it's it's just it's funny. It's hard. It's hard to give gifts like cookies and that where you want to put your love into something when people don't want to eat junk food so mm. it's also i think important if you if you're if anyone listening is like oh this is a really good idea i should try creating something that is my own like i found a cookie recipe i that gave me the texture of cookie i was looking for and then i started changing the flavors using different flavorings and then i decorate them a very specific way and they turn out amazing and one year i'll have to figure out how to get you some so you can try them because i'm sure you would love them but they're they're really good. They're really like smooth and powdery and I, they're like really special. I only make them the one time of year. I don't really bake the rest of the year because, well, there's no reason to bake on a regular basis. It's not healthy to eat that kind of food all the time. So I only bake during specific times of the year. But if you're thinking, I want to come up with my own thing. This is a good idea. I should give something that I make like food as a gift. Be conscious that the people you give the food to might not always be as appreciative as you think they're gonna be because just because you bake something doesn't mean they're gonna eat it. They might take it home and never touch it because they're trying to watch their figure or something. And yeah, so I mean I, I think, think certain that, people yeah. I think that also comes to the fact that if you're giving something to someone, like do it without any expectation of like it should be about the gift of giving. It should be about the gift. Yeah. Yeah. But, to me, but anyway, when you put a lot of time and effort into baking something and the person's not going to eat it, then in, in my opinion, I think the mistake is, is like, you got to know who you're giving a gift to. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give the gift to people who aren't going to eat it. Yeah. And that's valid. You know what I mean? Why would you? The waste of food. We don't like wasting. We don't waste. Yeah. I don't know. I don't give people, um, like I just, if I, I've never, I would, I guess I would never give food. Like if I make cookies, I'll leave them out. If you want to eat them, go for it. If not, I mean, you're basically losing. You don't that's why I do the that's why I do the cookie box. So I bring it I bring it down and I give it to my mother and my grandparents collectively yeah. for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that way they can put it out for everyone to be able to have some. Right. Yeah. But I know that at the end of the day, whatever's left over, my grandmother and grandfather are gonna pick at like vultures over the next month. Yeah. Uh, so I found out last year that my grandmother went to town on those cookies. Nice. And she's like she's very weird where like she won't eat because she's so worried about her figure at 80 something years old it's like grandma eat the damn food uh <laughs> so it's so weird um but apparently she was going to town on my cookies i was like yes i got her to eat hell yeah you know what i mean I mean, yeah she's eating that's the good thing that's that's a great thing. So hopefully it's not like dementia just kicking in and she forgets. Oh, she dude, ate. you say that, but you say that though, but she's actually <laughs> great job, Gurm. Really out of taste joke. She's like <laughs> having serious dementia problems right now, Gurm. I hope you feel real happy about no. yourself, bud. Unlucky. <laughs> I was just about to, I was just about to talk about her dementia, and you <laughs> and you just made that fucking joke. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Anyway, my grandmothers are dead. Oh wait, no, one of them's still alive. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Granny. She's out there. She's still kicking. Well, she's dead to you now. So. No, she's alive. She's living. She's breathing. Jesus Christ. Was born yesterday on Christmas, but not really because we talked about this last time. Wait, your grandma? No, I said Jesus Christ, and then I turned it into a subject change. Oh yeah, liturgic calendar. We talked about that. Liturgic. Cole yeah. calendar. If you don't yeah. remember that, look it up. You should go back and re-listen that podcast because it's Spore awesome. Spore explained it and I, I don't remember what a liturgical... I don't liturgical? remember what I said either. 
I had to re- I had to re-listen to the I always listen to the podcast after they go live because it's yeah, nice. Yeah, me too. But they're very cozy. We say so much, and I was thinking about this last time. Like we say so much, but sometimes we don't like go into depth about a topic. We just kind of like skim over it pretty quickly. So it's hard mm-hmm. for me. Like it's hard for me anyway to grasp information like that because I need a lot of in-depth like analysis analysis like you know what i watch on youtube like did you see did you see that um we had some reviews on the apple store did we yeah i did not see and uh i'm gonna call out i'm gonna call out nerdy specifically because i know it was nerdy who commented that uh they they gave it five stars and said it's just like listening to two friends talk i was like oh my god my heart (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's such a kind and honest review yeah i mean that's the idea basically um and also a great opportunity to encourage those who are listening to give us five stars on apple podcasts because we want to keep doing this and this is fun and you should go do that also comment on youtube because please comment it really it helps helps, the algorithm so much like just leaving a little comment like on my favorite on my favorite youtubers who i know have like struggling channels i always comment always even if i have really nothing to comment i always leave a comment because I know that leaving a comment is going to boost their ranking on YouTube. It's just facts, comments. That's why YouTubers are always like, guys, uh, what, what is, which one, what, give your prediction now in the comments below. Let me know. They don't give a shit what your prediction of what's going to happen in the next 15 seconds in the video is. And they're not going to read your comments either. Well, <laughs> they just I, want you, they just want your algorithmic push. Yeah, you know? Some people might not, but I know there's people out there who depend on it. So they will go out of their way to read them. Like I guarantee you. Yeah, I like the people like the pe- the more, the more hearts a channel gives me, the more encouraged I am to come back and, come back, uh, yeah. and comment again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I have got, there's some channels where I've got like 30 plus hearts on the channel just because every time they post a video, like if I binge watch videos, I'll comment that. So I'm sure they see in their notification, they'll see like 15 comments come in for me because I'll do it all at once. Um, but how do we get on this subject? Oh, we were talking about reviews. And yeah, the, reviews we should and talk about how we originally had planned these podcasts. Originally, we had like a, we had like a Trello board and like a plan to like actually have topics and talk about specific things and uh and it kind of didn't happen that way now it's more like probably we'll probably come back to that we'll probably come back to that but for the like the first couple podcasts it's been just like really relaxed train of thought yeah yeah and i like it a lot but in 2021 it's like tomorrow so we could just change (laughs) and i mean (laughs) i don't think it's an issue because i don't know me and sport are pretty like we're, we can talk about anything for hours, so it's not a big it's deal. It's true. Just the other night, I went on a rant about uh, office apparel. Do you remember that rant? Do I? Remind me. I went on a rant saying that, like, there's this fact that if you dress oh, for yeah, the position you want mm-hmm. to have, you won't yes. achieve that position. Yeah. Because sport, like, they'll actually, this guy they'll actually see. Yeah. I actually told the guy at my job this, and he didn't mm-hmm. believe me. And I said, why do you always dress that way? Do you just dress that way because you, you feel like dressing up? Because you like you like looking you like looking slick? Or is it because you're trying to impress people? He's like, oh, a little bit of both. I was like, well, make sure it's not a little bit of both. I said, because if you ever dress for the job you want to have, you'll never get that job. And he said, that's not true. And then like a day, like literally the same day, uh, our, our manager <laughs> leans out from across the aisle and says, why do you always dress so nice? He says, if you, you if you dress like that, you're never going to get promoted. <laughs> and I, I leaned know. out of my cubicle and I said, told you. <laughs> just don't don't go out of your way. If you can if you can dress casual, if you could dress more casual than the executives below you. If and this is this goes for like a corporate style job. If you dress more casual than the executives above you, you will one day have their job. And that's a fact. There is there is statistical data to back that up. That um, is a psychological kind of yeah, uh it's human behavior, it's a perception it's a perception yeah, to want to be better than the people that you're working with and if somebody who's like beneath you is actively trying to like be on your level that's a problem oh you're gonna push them down you can push them down yeah. but also it's a confidence thing the fact that i don't need to wear a suit and a tie to know that if i'm in the same meeting as you i hold just as much presence as you do yeah and that's that that's like a power play thing in uh in corporate it's kind of weird it's why I like not having to dress up for my job. 
But then again, they still make us dress up. They put out like this um, dress code thing and everyone was pissed. This is like over a year ago now. Um, not that it matters anymore, but for no specific reason, Kerm. Yeah, no, no, specific, no reason. specific reason. Yeah. For no specific reason, dress code is completely irrelevant to all work everywhere, but for no specific reason. Right. <laughs> but so, the thing is, everyone got really pissed off because they said you couldn't wear sneakers. And there's a bunch of sneaker heads in my office, like people who spend thousands of dollars a year on like Jordans and stuff. They have fetishes, you guys. I don't understand it. I buy my <laughs> shoes on sale. I, I think the most expensive pair of shoes I have, I do have a pair of Jordans that I got. They're... I got Art Nouveau's in silver. Um, I got Art Nouveau high tops. They're beautiful. And they've got like patterns in the leather. And I thought they were very, they, I looked at it as an artist and I said, that's art. I want that. So I bought those. But even they is. were discounted. Look, I'll show, I'll send you a picture later. Art Nouveau. Like a Nouveau is a style of art. This is a rabbit hole. We're not going down it. Anyway, I think the most expensive pair of shoes I have is those. And I bought them for like 120 and they were like 30 bucks off. And uh, they just sit in a box collecting dust because I don't wear Jordans. Well, and the rest until, of my shoes I get for like 60 bucks when they're on sale. Like I don't, about, I'm not into like. I would say a month ago, I had a pair of uh, DCs. Uh, they were mm -hmm. they're like these blue tartan DCs, blue and black. And I've had them since uh, my sophomore year of community college, which was seven or eight years ago. Well, <laughs> I just replaced. So I, here's the thing. It's not that I don't have other shoes, but those were like my comfort shoes, right? Like, hell yeah, um, gotta have comfort shoes. But I have a pair of Vans, uh, another pair of like Calvin Klein black dress shoes. They're like sneaker dress shoes. They're not like dress shoe dress shoes. Mm. And I just started wearing the Vans like as my everyday shoes because, um. Like my other ones, they wore out. I had a hole under them finally, like after years. Yep. Yep. And same. The sole completely came off of one of my shoes. I was literally, yeah. I wore them to the gym. And as I'm running on the treadmill, I, I was like, why is my foot flapping? And I looked <laughs> <feel down>. like, <laughs> I was like, like, oh, the sole's completely detaching. Yeah. It's three quarters of the way completely off the shoe at this point. Wow. That's, it's like all of it, the whole sole. Well, that's a pretty, that's amazing. Right. The thing with shoes, though, is that if you buy one pair, if you're trying to be thrifty with shoes, it is better to have a lot of pairs and to wear them all an equal amount so that you cycle them all out and you put the wear and tear on all of them equally than to put them on one pair at a time. Because if you do that, yeah. you get more variety of shoes for a long period of time versus everyone knows that you only own one pair of shoes because every time they see you, you're wearing the same pair, you know? Yeah, but like... I don't care. Like, I don't care. No, yeah. But I mean, like, that. if you want to have, if you want to have a little style, you know, like, for example, I don't, I'm fat. I, I don't get, I get what you say about comfort shoes because mm -hmm. I bought these, I bought these Adidas slip-ons that are like, oh, they're like, mm, you know, like, mm. yeah, I love them. They're very good. And, um, <laughs> I like them so much. I ordered another pair online. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and I put them in the closet for inevitably five years from now when they finally yeah. stop, so that I can put the same shoes on brand new for the fucking mm -hmm. closet. And see, I swore, I swear to God, I wanted to do the same thing with the shoes that I just got rid of. But when the I DCs? go online to look for them, yeah, like DCs don't look the way they used to. Like the kind of DCs I had. That's why the, I the big skateboarding yeah. shoes, and now they make like the Vans, the skinny foot. Like long, shoe, yeah, because you know the styles I mean? changed. Yeah. You should fucking write a letter to um, fucking Ken Block and tell him how angry you are. No, write a Karen style letter to Ken Block. <laughs> it's because like I get it, like that big block. Like, why you, don't you, you know step the... out of your step out of your fucking car for thirty seconds <laughs> or run your company better, you <laughs> stupid fuck? You won't, He's like, you what? The, I don't you understand. Know the kind of shoe I'm talking about, right? Like the big, a hundred percent, the big chunker boys shoe, that yeah. that skater boys used to wear, the big thick soles, and they used to go. I it's like a mid. It's like a little, yeah. They had the big plushy tongues too, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A hundred percent. Those are like the shoes. Do you remember that uh do you remember that show on Nickelodeon about the kids at the skate park in Hawaii? Um Rocket Team, Power. Was it uh Rocket Power? Those like yeah. the shoes every kid at all the characters had in Rocket Power. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. But that's okay. hilarious. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, right? Getting close for Christmas now. 
Is that something I love you clothes. look forward to? I now? love clothes. Yeah. I love it. So my aunt, I'll tell you, true story. I got I got one Christmas present in the mail um, mm-hmm. from my aunt and uncle. And I wear quarter zips. I only wear it for like half the year when I go when when I go to, when I was going to work in person, which I'm not at the moment, but for no specific reason. No specific um, reason. No specific reason. And Sport didn't get, you know, the gift in the mail for any specific reason either. It just so happened. No, it just so happened I was taking it easy this Christmas, but for no specific reason. Right. Um, but I went for, for six months out of the year, I wear polos. Ralph Lauren polo because it there it's like it's good but I get them on sale for like half off so they're like thirty five dollars a shirt At and Ross. polos will last fuck polos will last a fucking lifetime like literally like a nu- a nuclear like it could be like the end of the like nuclear apocalypse <laughs> could happen and there's uh, gonna be like three things cockroaches Twinkies and Ralph Lauren polos they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna survive I swear to God they're gonna survive like all Very other terrible. fabrics will melt away. Ralph Run polos. You could have a polo. They're like, oh my god, is that new? And it's like, no, I bought this in '87. Yeah, yes. I bet so. they, wish they had that during, you know, the bombings of Japan. Can I see that? Oh, I don't. Uh, uh, anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> so I wear those for for six months out of the year because in Florida you go outside and you could literally die. You could literally die. It's From so heat. fucking hot. So. Yeah. You can't wear like even if the office is a little chilly, like you can't go out in the like you're gonna walk outside and die. You will die. It's 99 degrees. You will die. So yeah. uh for the other six months though, I wear quarter zips and I wear like a colored t-shirt underneath, and that's my mm-hmm. favorite time of year because I am fucking chilled. Like I am I am so I'm so comfortable in quarter zips. And so my aunt and uncle, I don't know where my I know my aunt, she did the shopping, let's be honest. Mm. She found me a quarter zip Sexism. that I wore on. I wore it on Christmas and I was so comfortable. It's like the, I was for me, like that was such a well thought out gift. They bought a quarter zip that I would have worn, that it looked nice and it fit perfectly and it was soft. And I was so happy to have a quarter zip pullover sweater that I know for sure. I am the most basic white girl I could possibly be. <laughs> like, I mean, oh my god, this looks beautiful on me. You know, it's like I don't know. I, it's weird just, as an adult, but you, you what you look know forward what to. What looks good, yeah. You know what looks good on you, and that's nice because that somebody else knew they that they knew so well. And I'm yeah. guessing my mom probably helped, kind of, oh, kind of curb curb maybe, her yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, my mom gets me lots of quarter zips every year. I actually have I have so many quarter zips. I could wear a different quarter zip for like every day of the week for like two nice. and a half weeks without wearing the same quarter zip, the which is kind of mm-hmm, which is kind of cool because it's like usually you have a lot of t-shirts but not a lot of jackets. But in this case, I have as many quarter zips as I do polos, which is everybody's learning about how lame and vanilla I am. So anyway, <laughs> you're not you're just looking away from me like I can't even make eye contact with you. You're so boring. You're such a boring. You're so boring. <laughs> Sporing his collection of quarter zips and polos. I need the camera. I like look. I like looking. I like looking nice at work. Again, like don't overdo it though. Like don't wear a suit and tie to work. It's not necessary. But like I like. I like looking like I gave a shit when I woke up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody wants you to come to work wearing the same plaid button up you wore yesterday. Don't fucking do that. Yeah, but you're like some people do. Like actual. Not that like. I guess. I think it, it just depends on the job you go to. Like, I think I've, any job where where you can pick what you're gonna wear and it's not you know construction or food services yeah. where you're gonna fucking destroy whatever outfit you're wearing. Yeah. Like if you're wearing if you're as long as it's like like you could be in retail you could be in whatever, but if if you get to choose what you get to wear, then you know care. Yeah, you, you should know what I mean? dress a bit nicer. Yeah, I agree with you that. You should dress a bit nicer. Don't go over the top. Like. Putting on the suit and tie, unless unless your job calls for it in no. retail, I don't. I mean, are you gonna sell more? I, oh, you know what though? If you work off commissions in retail, maybe dressing. I don't know. No, because like okay. I can't speak on retail. I've never I worked can't. a retail job, and respect to retail workers because that job's not easy. Shout, shout out, shout out to Bish Noodle. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Elu. I can't get into like specifics about it, but the people at my work who are salespeople, they dress nice, but they don't dress too nice because obviously most of the customers that we have are like industrial you know accounts so yeah none of those people yeah, are yeah. gonna be like in suits they're just gonna be dressed a bit nicer it's a but you guaranteed have to dress everyone who bet 
it guaranteed anyone who bends over at any point is going to expose a bud crack. That's guaranteed. Oh, I don't think so. No, no? no, we're not in. We're not in the plumbing business. Maybe the plumbers oh. that come in, but we're not actually like in the plumbing <laughs> business. But yeah, we we do work with plumbers, but we're not exclusive for plumbers. That's almost required if you're a plumber. True, you like have if, to show if you're ass. if you're if you're not wearing underwear, and you're a plumber, you're doing it right. You yeah, know what I mean? It's true. Like if you're wearing underwear and you're a plumber, what are you doing with your life? Just Literally. take that off. Everyone wants to see the. Like, everyone wants to see what you got going on down there. Part of what you're getting paid for as a plumber is ass crack. Like you're a slut. Is exposing yourself yeah. to the customer unwarranted. Plumbers are whores. We can confirm that. Exactly. Right here, Ugh. right now. So let's. I want to change. I'm going to do a little pivot. Here we go. Ready? We're going to pivot. We're going to pivot. So I want to talk about Christmas a little bit more. Christmas morning. Christmas morning for you was different uh, than for me. We talked yeah. about this before. We had very different Christmases. Was there any Christmas morning that you ever like that really stuck out to you? Like this is like the best Christmas morning as a kid. Yeah, or as an adult. Uh, here's the thing: as an adult, Christmas is like I don't want to say it loses its magic, but certain things are less memorable right like certainly certainly i think the most memorable like christmas that i can actually recall is um me and my sister we grew up pretty like not money having <laughs> and yeah that's a one way to uh, that's one way to construct to that it. sentence it was yeah. our it was our last year at these apartments where we used to live and the apartments were in the ghetto like it was horrible roaches you know all that um but it was the last year we were there. Obviously, we didn't know that yet. But that Christmas, for some reason, my brother had just been born that year. And our uncles and our parents, they went crazy with gifts for me and my sister and my little brother. And we had, I, I would say, at least seven to eight gifts of boxes, just huge gifts wrapped. Like, I remember that so clearly because of how they were all just piled up. And we were like, what the fuck? Like, we had never seen anything like that. And it was just, I don't know. That's, it, it, I remember it. Not because of the gifts, right? Like, it's not like I remember the presents we got. It was the being caught off guard. Yeah, like, I remember just being like, what the hell? Like, because we didn't have anything. Like, me and my sister, the toy that we had, and there's a picture of it. Like, I don't think I could find it now, but there's a picture of me and her playing with it. And it's just like a puzzle. And I don't know if you know what Precious Moments is. But it's like not familiar. Precious Moments is like this cutesy, like big eyed doll line. But basically we had a puzzle that was like a kid's puzzle with like 12 or 10 pieces. And it was like missing a piece. And that was the, that was the toy we had. Oh, like no. me and her. Yeah. And it's like your kid. We didn't know what we were missing. I mean, we knew there was toys. But if you don't know any better, you don't know any better. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But, but holy crap, that is like the most memorable Christmas memory I have. Because, I don't know, my parents and my uncles just kind of snapped on that one. Nice. Yeah, it was it's happy. I've, it's a happy I've, memory. I've got some. I feel shitty talking about it after that. But, um... <laughs> oh. <laughs> um my don't, mom... though, because it's like, it's a separate, it's a separate, like... Me and you have separate experiences, and I don't think that's bad. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing. That, yeah you know what i mean like, well I, I i really i knew we were gonna talk about it today so i really thought about it for a while mm -hmm. and there's a few christmases that really really stick out in my mind and i think the very first one would have been i was ah oh, geez i must have been i'd have to figure out exactly what year it was but i had to have uh -huh. been in kindergarten because my dad was still at home uh-huh so <clears throat> we got game boy advances nice and I didn't even know what a Game Boy was. I yeah. didn't like it was honestly, I could have not gotten it and <laughs> I wouldn't have changed anything. Right. But we got Game Boy Advances and I didn't know what a handheld game was. I didn't know what a video game like it blew my tiny little brain when it turned on. It went, you can put, can you put the sound effect in? Bring. I, I will. Absolutely. Oh, God. Wait. 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 Nope. This bit's going to take too long. I put all the games away. Anyway, I have it here. I've got I've got a DS here that plays Game Boy Advance games so that I can play all my Game Boy Advance games. But 
Can't confirm. Um, I have seen him play it. He has seen me play it. Um, my brother and I got Game Boy Advances. We got Rayman, and we got. I remember very clearly Zapper, a cricket with an attitude. We got Zapper. Ooh, I don't I think anybody remembers Zapper. No. Oh, it's so fun, super fun, and uh, probably like oh, we've got Super Mario. Um, I think that's it. I think we got those three games. Probably another one. I, it was a big deal. It was a super big deal, and my brother was so like hyped. But like I again, like I didn't know what like for me this was honestly this was my first experience with video games ever. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Other than playing PC games on the computer growing up, like you know, Math Blaster and stuff, like um, Freddy Fish, Pajama Sam, uh, uh -huh. um, what's the other one? The uh, the one with the little purple car. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, everyone in chat screaming their fucking heads off. Uh, is his name? Um, it's okay. Everybody in the comments will tell me what it is. But yeah, I used to play all those games a lot. But um, yeah, I didn't know that there was a handheld game. And that Christmas blew my mind. Uh, I think maybe we also got Earthworm Jim. The amazing thing was how many games we got. Like as an adult, I realized that, that Christmas was really special. That we got a lot of games. Like like usually you get a console and maybe you get like one or two games. Like we got a lot of games. Like not just the thing, but like all the games. Yeah. And that was like really, really special. But then there I was... Your, see, I think your yeah. experience is the same as mine because, correct me if I'm wrong, but like it doesn't seem like it's about the gift as much as just of what it is that happened that day. Yeah, there was the expectation. There was no expectation for it, yeah. and it was it was being caught off guard. That exactly. the same thing happened another year. Um, that there, there actually there's another story. So there's another year I remember very clearly. My brother and I stayed up. As late as we could mm -hmm. to try to see if uh, if Santa would show up. Yeah. And uh, and it was like almost the sun was almost coming up and Santa never came. Mm. <laughs> so we went to bed and um, when we woke up, there were gifts. Uh, <laughs> my mom. But as we got well, older, my mom would my mom. My, it would change and uh, we would wake up at like eight in the morning, come out. Yeah. And there'd be no gifts under the tree. I'd be like, Mom, there's no gifts. And she's like, hold on. Get back in your room. Santa needs Santa needs to work real quick. <laughs> nice. I was like, good job, Mom. Uh, and one year good. we finally figured out. We figured out that Mom was Santa because yeah. the handwriting that said from Santa uh, was her handwriting. And I was like, this is your handwriting. Mom, are you Santa? Wait, I, actually, it didn't. It wasn't like we didn't like we weren't upset about it. We were just yeah. like. We, I, I thought we all really, we, we all really enjoyed that she was Santa. Nice. Like, cause it wasn't like, you know, that wasn't, it wasn't about like the realization that all this time it had been her. It had been her putting all this together, her orchestrating all the stuff, her wrapping all the gifts, her putting them under the tree. Like that was special, you know, like under yeah. like that, that moment as a child of realizing that was kind of fun, but yeah, there was, um, there was, and, you know, they care about you. <laughs> yeah. There was one Christmas where. Um, I know I, a lot of, there weren't a lot of Christmases where I specifically remember asking for things in particular. Yeah. I never really asked for anything. As a kid, I like there were things I wanted, but it wasn't like for Christmas I made a list to Santa. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I was just I knew my mom was gonna make it special no matter what because she's she was so good at being a mom. You know, like yeah. she was just gonna do she was gonna do it. Like, and I didn't need to worry about asking for things because whatever she would get me i was gonna be happy with right or whatever you know like even the smallest amount like even if it was just like a you know some candy or something like i was happy with that but like she would i would go out of her way to like very like she knew us like it was it's so cool thinking about it now how well thought out the gifts that she gave us were some yeah. years like all the like she gave me fishing games on the wii Mm. like which i the, then per, like i then proceeded to spend like the next eight months playing <laughs> like, i yeah, was like, very very happy with my that's a parent's yeah. ability just to be able to read their child and understand them the best gift that she ever gave my brother and i now my sister's also in here but i never really paid attention what she got yeah because i didn't care um <laughs> my brother and i usually got very similar gifts girly gift yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. Okay, but my yeah. brother and I used to get very similar gifts, and she got us 
I don't even know where or how or what, like, where, like, I don't know. I don't know how she did this or where she got these, but she got us medieval figurines. Oh, like, yeah, I think you mentioned that to me, man. Hand-painted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you did. Like, they're, like, amazing. And they're, like, knights and, like, on horses and stuff. And, like, they're really cool. And so my brother and I were, like, sure, lining them up and, like, posing them in, like... Yeah, that was the coolest gift. I didn't ask for anything. I didn't ask for hand-painted medieval knights. And I got hand-painted medieval knights. So, like, yeah, she just, she just, in, you know, later in life, I found out that, you know, she just went out, like, it's not particularly that we had the means to do it. Yeah. Uh, but that she just needed to make sure that it was special. Yeah, it was happening. At, yeah. at any cost, so. The, the funny thing about, like, us is, um, after we moved into an actual house, our parents also stopped kind of like caring so much about like where the presents are coming from. So what my mom would do is she would just take us to Walmart and then put the gifts on layaway with us right there. Oh, <laughs> we'd, no. we'd, 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 be, we'd be like, mom, is that for us? Cause she'd be doing it in like April. She's like, no, this is for your, um, for your cousin or for our goddaughter or grand or, you know, godson. And then come right Christmas. Right in front of you? Yeah, right in front of us. Then come <laughs> Christmas time. We would rep like, wait, this is the thing from Walmart. We'd be so happy. Like, you know, you're a kid. You don't you don't really care. Wait. Speaking yeah. of see, that's another that's another thing I remember. For one Christmas, th this was once I was older. Um I don't remember what year Pokemon XD came out, but it was the year that the Wii came out. I'm pretty sure you were excited about that too. The you know, the, the original XD? Wii. But no, no, oh, the, the original, original Wii. Wii mm -hmm. We'll have to talk about me and the story of how I begged for a Wii for months, months, literally months. <laughs> I begged. We could talk about that now, but we should probably save it for another stream. But long story short, I, I begged for months. Yeah. Months. My classmates were getting them. Um, I had gone to a friend's house and tried one out. I begged. I mean, we'll talk about it on another, on another, on but, another podcast, another day. But, that yes, was a that birthday was, present for me. We, for us, it was a Christmas gift, but I didn't want anything to do with the Wii because I looked at that thing and I was like, that looks horrible. Like, why would you want that? It looks so, like work. Yeah. My brothers and sister, my, my brothers, my two brothers and my single sister, they were like, okay, that's going to be our gift. And so my parents were like, fine, what do you want? Like, they asked me personally because I didn't mm -hmm. want anything to do with that. And I told them I wanted Pokemon XD for the GameCube. And I had just gotten my GameCube, so I was really excited about that. And, oh my god, that was like the best decision, and I still think about it because it makes me so happy that I love that game to death, and I played it like, every day, and my brothers were like, can we have a turn? And I'm like, no, go play with your Wii. <laughs> can we take a moment to appreciate how awesome the GameCube was as a console? Yeah, literally, like, actually. The GameCube is better than the Wii. The fact that the Wii has a GameCube built into it makes the Wii actually kind of good in its own respect. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Nintendo should port. They should forward every GameCube game to the Switch tomorrow. That would be that would every be really single cool. one. I would pay. I would pay a hundred dollar. I would, at the most, I would pay hundred and twenty dollars for a Switch game that gives me every GameCube game I've ever played. Like every game, all the Pikmin's, all the Zeldas, all the mm. Star Wars, all the um, Double Dash. I want to see Double Dash. Oh, dude. All of them, all of them, all of them, all of them, all the Mario games, all of them. We need to do all a video game episode. Just talking about video games, like games we played as kids. Oh, absolutely. Oof. Then I can go more into Rapala fishing and how much nobody cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's fun. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, Christmas was fun. My brother would always get a lot of games. Uh, he was really into games. Like that was. It's weird. Of all the things. I wound up going and doing, becoming like a, you know, doing the live streaming thing. And now we're doing Let's Play stuff and making gaming videos. And I wasn't the one who always asked for games. I just kind of got games. Like my mom would just get games for us. You know what I mean? Like, and I guess maybe she just got me games when she got him games because she didn't want me to feel left out. Yeah. I don't really ever recall asking for any games specifically. I did ask for Nintendogs. I asked for Nintendogs so badly. Because every, uh, there's another one of those where everyone else had Nintendogs and I didn't have Nintendogs. And when everybody's playing the DS and they're all playing Nintendogs and showing you their cute puppies and you don't have Nintendogs. You get, you get a bit jealous. 
like literally literally they showed me their remote control helicopter in Nintendogs and I fucking lost my shit. <laughs> uh, I lost I fucking cracked that day I was never the same after that day honestly it broke me as a person I didn't know that let alone cute puppies but also RC fucking vehicles are you serious what there's a I UFO I don't know what? what it was about that game I had a aversion to like games with animals like Pokemon did, was oh you didn't you I didn't guess. like them or you, you did like them I did not I did not like like Nintendogs or like the Adam Sims pets, shit. yeah. Sims pets. Sims pet was mm -hmm. weird. Weird. Oh, mostly because polygons and animals don't get along, so uh, <laughs> it didn't look very good. Yeah. But that's. I like, know, we should definitely do a video game episode. We'll, we'll, we'll That'd be. Have to. Ooh, we're, we will we're have both to. Very interesting to that. A hundred percent. Christmas and video games are pretty well tied in, so. hundred percent. Yeah, because you do. You get the. The thing is. That Christmas happens, but you're still on as a kid. You're still on Christmas break for like another week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now you've got a week to play all these new games you just got. So it was either me playing the games, or so I'd usually, uh, I'd play them with my sister a lot. The two of us usually play games. My brother would do his own thing. But when I was a lot younger, my brother would get GameCube games, and then I would watch him. Like every Saturday, I would wake him up. Uh huh. I would wake him up to get him to come into the living room and play games so I could watch. Yeah. And that's the thing. I just really enjoyed watching the watching him play games. So Christmas games. was really special because yeah. he would get all these new games and I'd watch him. I, I watched him play through Wind Waker. I watched him play through Ocarina of Time. I watched him play through a Majora's Mask. Mm. I watched him play through the one where Zelda or uh, Link becomes a fucking wolf for no reason. Um, yeah, see, we didn't really have a lot of game options, but you know, we kind of did the same thing with cartoons where we would oh, yeah. wake up in the morning um, and then get ready for all the Christmas specials that were going to be on TV for like fairly odd parents. Or like, if you woke up early enough, you could get Disney for free, but uh, uh, but only for until like 11 a.m. And then it would switch oh, wow. over to other broadcasting. God, Disney was but such... You got Disney. You got some like we get like a little bit of Zack and Cody or something. Uh, mm -hmm. We would get like some... Uh, remember that show with Lizzie McGuire? Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was called Lizzie that, McGuire. It, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called... <laughs> It's, it, the, the actress was not named Lizzie McGuire. That is the character she played. She was Hillary Duff. Okay. Yeah. It was Hillary Duff. Uh, bless her soul. May she rest in peace. And, yeah, she's actually um, gone. Yep, she's dead. Um, so, but yeah, like we would get some of those. But, oh, that's so Raven. Oh yeah. Uh, so Corey's Raven. Corey's in the house. Never watched that. Um, which we just talked about the other day that Corey in the house. His name was actually his first name was Corey. Last name House. Mm -hmm. We actually were talking about the. that. Mm -hmm. Or in and the, middle name. Sorry. Middle name was in the. Yeah. It's um. It was a cultural middle name. So um. Yeah, but no, no. If, if we woke up early enough, we would get those all those shows. Can on, you remember like, any specific Christmas, like your favorite, absolute favorite Christmas media to consume in terms of television, not movies? Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, uh, in terms of television? Yeah, like shows exclusively. <sighs> oh, man. SpongeBob had a pretty good Christmas special. Yes, I, I agree 100%. SpongeBob, he does the thing with the jellyfish on the tree. I thought that was a pretty good Christmas mm -hmm. special. They put it in the um, jars and just shake them up. Mm -hmm. And abuse. shake them up, which is animal abuse. Yes. Oh, you and, you and I were going to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I can't think of any, really. You know what we should do? We should leave this as a call to action for the audience. Oh, yeah, guys. Because can you guys tell us about your favorite cartoon that had a Christmas episode? Yeah. Uh, please, I really, I'd really, like, I was, I'm, I'm begging you. I am begging you to leave a comment. So tell us, like, what was your favorite cartoon? Because honestly, I think a lot of you are going to have different answers, and I think you're going to remind us. Like, Germ and I are going to have a nostalgia trip when some of you... Absolutely. I love old media, Absolutely. so you guys have no idea. I think we're going to end the episode pretty soon, so that's actually yeah. a pretty good place to end it. Mm-hmm. With so you guys, guys telling us your favorite stuff. 100%. And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to leave a like uh, and um, and subscribe, because we're so close. We're so close we're to 50. Trying to get and to 50. We're, we're chugging towards 100. Um, we've got so much planned for the next year. There's going to be a... I think there's probably going to be a little... A, probably a little break in the let's plays 
once we finish, there's another one coming out on Thursday, Thursday, which is like the last one from the Christmas Adventure, which is honestly the Christmas Adventure playthrough is one of my favorites. And I've gotten some feedback from people where they're like really enjoying it. So um, it's a good time. Good. And the episode yeah. that the episode that you edited and put out um, last week. this past Thursday. Yeah. Holy shit. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, um, we, have a lot of, we had a lot of good stuff in that one. It was just because we were playing the game, actually. No, Gurman and I have like a lot of games we really want to play. Like yeah, we're we not do. just playing these because we're trying to get content. We have like no. we genuinely have games where I don't. I look at the game and I'm, I tell Gurman, I'm like, I don't know how to stream this. Yeah. I don't know how we stream this single player game, but um, but now that we have this let's play, it's like a it's like a wonderful outlet for this type of stuff where Gurman and I could just kind of like enjoy these games. So um, we have some stuff. We have some stuff lined up, but there might be a small gap and uh, maybe a shift in schedule. But we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's it. That's the podcast. End it. End it, Germ. Okay. Bye, guys. Thank bye, you. everyone. <laughs>